welcome to episode 45 of Faith, Trust, and Pixie Dust, a First Geek 411 podcast series. I'm Carrie, and Deanna and Corey are here also. We're still alive. Yay! Yay! Luckily, and also, praise God, we are completely healthy still. Except Fingers. the pollen is attacking me, but oh, it's yeah. okay. That's true. I had a couple scares, because I didn't have seasonal allergies until this year. Um, so I've been sniffly or I have a headache. I'm like, guys, I might be sick. I'm like, nah, it's just pollen. It's just pollen. Yeah. So anyway, before we get into talking about what we're going to talk about today, which are sports movies, uh, first we're going to go over our social media. We have our Facebook, which is Faith Trust and Pixie Dust Dash Podcast. We have our email first one st geek 411 at gmail.com our twitter is at ftpd underscore podcast our personal twitters are at sparkle underscore fists for me carrie at spilled x water for Corey, and then at deanna 7904 deanna check us out on itunes stitcher google podcast and spotify wherever you are listening today or well today when you're listening not today as in we are recording Whatever. Uh, we'll probably still be working. Mm -hmm. We also have our website, www.onegeek411.com. And I think there's also going to be some modifications to that website soon to include Corey and I on it. <laughs> I know. We've been a, waiting a year, on your bios. <laughs> after a year and a half of doing this podcast, about, <laughs> we're finally going to the big leagues, Corey. <laughs> I was trying to avoid the spotlight. <laughs> well, None of y'all need to know anything about me. <laughs> our feature film this week that we're about to talk about is cool runnings and then we're gonna have some trivia not trivia we're gonna, we are gonna have trivia because i did get trivia questions yay uh we're gonna discuss some news and then we're gonna rank our top four disney sports movies all right we're getting so, sporty getting sporty yeah all right so for synopsis for cool runnings in case you haven't seen it uh the movie is about a man named darius bannock a top 100 meter runner who fails to qualify for the Jamaican team going to the 1988 Summer Olympics when fellow runner Junior trips and falls, taking Darice and another runner, Yul Brenner, with him. To compete in the Olympics, Darice and his best friend Sanka, a champion pushcart racer, seek out Irv Blitzer, an old friend of Darice's father, Ben, who tried to recruit sprinters to the bobsled team years ago. Irving is an American bobsled two-time gold medalist after and at the 1968 Winter Olympics, who finished first in two events again during the 1972 Winter Olympics, but was disqualified from the latter for cheating and retired in disgrace to Jamaica, where he leads an impoverished life as a bookie. Teresa's persistence eventually convinces Irving to be their... I am not doing good with enunciation today, but I don't care. Eventually convinces Irving to be their coach and return to the life he left behind. They eventually recruit Junior and Yule, though Yule is still upset over Junior's mistake at the Olympic trial, and the rest is literally history, which I wrote that, and you know what? It's actually literally not history. <laughs> I was not. wondering about that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really not. It's really Vaguely. not, which is what I will get into with trivia. Cool. Basically, for my trivia, I'm telling you this. The people who made this movie thought Jamaican bobsledders have a team, and they fail at the last minute and carry their cart, their sled. That's literally all that when it says inspired by these events, those that's it. That's the only event <laughs> it's inspired by. It's not inspired by anything. Uh, that's it. The the characters themselves, um, the Jamaican bobsledder characters in the movie are all fictional characterizations, and they are not by, based off real life counterparts. They don't even have the same name. John, what? no, nope. they don't even have the same names. John Candy as Irving Irv Blitzer coach is also fictional. They did not have a coach. Also, get they, this. They had coaches. Well, they didn't have that him as a coach. They had, no. they had coaches. But what I was going to say is they did not have a disgraced U.S. bobsled champion, former gold medalist, because the U.S. hadn't won a gold medal at that time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Much less two. Much less two. And also, get this, it's legal to weigh your sled down. It is. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yes, it's actually I encouraged for safety. There's a maximum and a minimum weight. And if your guys don't fill the minimum weight, they encourage you to put extra weight in to fit the maximum. Oh. Yeah. So all of these things, how Irv was disqualified because he weighed his sled down, that's legal. <laughs> I'm learning so much about bobsledding. He I was know. just a safe guy. Yeah. I never watch bobsledding in the Winter Olympics. I'm more of the ice skating, um, yeah. Yeah. skiing 
watcher. Also, contrary... <laughs> Extreme snowboarding. <laughs> also, contrary to the movie where it's a whole race thing and they don't like them, In the, the Jamaican team in reality was met with open arms by the international bobsledding teams, and one of the other teams went so far as to lend the Jamaican team a backup sled for the qualifiers. <laughs> nice. From what I read, a couple did. Yes! They were all like, oh, new bobsledders? Cool! Like, it wasn't a thing! Like, it wasn't... But I guess that doesn't make for a good movie if there's no drama. <laughs> and mm -hmm. that was the same year. They had a couple other teams that had never done bobsledding before and didn't have snow. Mexico had a team. Mm -hmm. oh. And New Zealand had a team. So there's a lot that this movie just doesn't really cover. It's a cute movie, but it's if you're looking for historical accuracy, you are in the wrong place. <laughs> I, I, I texted them yesterday. I said, this movie is literally the sports equivalent of, did they not read the book? <laughs> they, so, just, they just read the just read the mini synopsis on the inside of it and it's like okay we can you can it's work like with this. they saw a headline in a photo in a newspaper and made the movie based on that <laughs> all right <laughs> other things this was the final john candy film released before he died of a heart attack he would died five months after this movie was released Aww, i didn't realize uh, it was close to that yeah and he had two other movies released posthumously but um, this was the last one before he died. Mm. Um, the original cast envisioned for this film was Denzel Washington as Darice, Eddie Murphy as Sanka, Wesley Snipes <laughs> as Yule, and Marlon Wayans as Junior. Mm. It's like reaching a little bit too high, maybe. <laughs> they did. Basically, all of them turned it down because they're like, no. Um, except for John Candy. John Candy was who they envisioned as Irving Blitzer. And yeah. only, yeah, only John Candy made it into well the final done, thing. Well done. They, they got one. You know, one out of five. That's not too bad. Uh, the crash scene at the end of the movie, except for the close-up shots, was the real footage of the actual Jamaican bobsled team crash taken from 1998. I thought it looked Sorry, like... 1988. Yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, I thought it looked like footage. Like, I was like, oh, wait, is that the real crash? Because, like, they wouldn't... Yes, it was the real redo crash. ...redo that. It was edited, though. Yes. Yeah, of course. Also... Yeah. The crash was not because of a mechanical failure. Like in the movie, it shows like the screws coming loose or whatever. It was due to speed. They were going so fast. They they just lost control. Yeah. Um, and I read inexperience too. They said they just kind of didn't have the expertise uh, to manage that speed. But I mean, they were good and they were respected and all this yeah. stuff. And it's really inspiring that moment that they carry it down. Like that's really cool. But yeah, this movie is just like totally also, inaccurate. They didn't carry the sled. Oh, that's a sucks. Because that's pushed, really inspiring. They pushed it like and walked alongside it. But oh, see, that's cool. I like that. That that's also fine if you push it. I think I was going to be like, yeah. what? But yes, no, they didn't carry it. However, uh, I, I also did some reading. Obviously, this was mm -hmm. the first um, all black team for the Olympics. Yes, oh. yes. I think for the Winter Olympics, probably. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah mean, the Winter could, Olympics. It couldn't sense. have been for the Olympics in general because they had already been having teams in other things. Because, you know, he talks about his father being an Olympic runner and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean. But for Winter Olympics, that makes sense. That's a team sport unless you're doing like a relay. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you guys think of this movie? Uh, I guess I'll go first. Yeah. So I have a lot of nostalgia with this movie because I watched it as a very young kid. Um, so I liked it and thought it was funny when I was younger. Um, you know, having no clue how inaccurate it was. Um, but I don't know. I liked the little jokes and like the personalities and like the quirkiness um, of the characters. And like, I wouldn't quote this movie a lot. And even like growing up, I'd hear people older than me quoting it and i was like i've seen that movie i get the joke like mm -hmm. i don't know and i think we had it on vhs so i feel like it was a frequent movie that would play in our vhs player so i've grown up watching this many times so this was kind of just like a r little reminder for me but yeah that's it's got a, it's got a spot in my heart for sure as far as uh disney movies go i've seen it maybe once Be <laughs> before this before this so my I thought it was cute. Uh, I really honestly, part of me goes, you know, this is a really cute movie, but it's obviously made palatable for a younger audience. And mm -hmm. I really would like maybe to see a historically accurate version. 
situation. Yeah. Uh, but that's me. My degree in college was in history. I like history, that sort of thing. I really would like to see that because the more historically accurate a movie is to an actual event, I'm like, yeah, this is great, especially yeah. if it's a good story, which this was would have been a good story even before it was changed. Um, but yes, it was cute. It was funny. Uh, uh, a bit over the top <laughs> cheesy in some parts, but that's yeah. okay too. Um, I honestly wanted to cry for Yule in the part where they're laughing at him I about Buckingham Palace. I, I was so mad that they were making fun of him. And I don't know, that just really upset me personally. And yeah, it was, it was really sad. Um, I also, I really like the little like character growth. Yes. The that, two of them becoming friends. Yeah. Is with cute. Yule and Junior, yeah. like, um mending their relationship and or growing a relationship as friends and then like junior finally getting to like stand up like learn how to stand up for himself okay and all that so, was yeah. more interesting for me than the rest of it <laughs> that part was really good and it was very touching and i thought it was awesome mm-hmm. but, but. <laughs> <laughs> so when i'm watching that scene and he's like, I see pride. I see power. I see a bad mother who won't take crap off of nobody. I thought, oh, look, you're here too. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. That's funny. Oh, look, you're here too. But no, it yeah. was a really cute movie. I really, I mean, I can't criticize it other than for its historical inaccuracies. You know what I mean? It's a good movie. It's cute. It's enjoyable. Like, I mm-hmm. didn't. Yeah. Like, it, it was good. It was good. Definitely watchable again. It's not super long. It's no, kind of like no. nice little It's a good little watch. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Corey? I liked it. I it was a little too silly for me at certain parts, and especially Sanka. <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted to like him. And you just didn't. But he was just a little too silly for me. Like I really I kept hoping for a moment that didn't happen. And what the moment I wanted was after John Candy was like, the driver has to, you know, be committed. He has to be the last one to leave, the first one there. He has to be, like, serious about this and know the track. And mm-hmm. I really wanted it to come down to Sanka finally, like, manning up and yeah, taking no. it seriously and becoming the driver. See, that would have been cool, but no. <laughs> Character <laughs> development. I think as a I think what they were trying to get for the serious moment for him was when Darice was so set on being like the Swiss team and then he's like if we're gonna do this we're gonna mm-hmm. do this Jamaican and I think that was supposed to be his moment of seriousness but I, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was just because uh he kind of just had like yeah. the pride like Jamaica's but pride here's he the was thing, though. the representative kind of it wasn't Sanka's moment it no, was, I agree. It yeah. was like he was supporting others in that moment. I wanted his character development moment for him to actually finally take this seriously and step up. Yeah. And he was just kind of always the comic relief. Yeah. I feel really weird about the fact that the main two characters are supposed to be Doris and Sanka. And like, I kept forgetting they existed at times. Mm-hmm. Because I was more invested in Yule and Junior. And yeah, their story. So I don't know. I just, I mean, Darius was really cool. I, I understand that his character is a much more subdued and quiet type, but I really, I don't know. I feel like there was a lot of character development that didn't happen. And again, this is because it's a really short movie and it doesn't take itself too seriously. And it's really cute. But as a kid, I wouldn't have made any of these complaints. But as an adult, and we've now seen more historically accurate, more sports movies that are very you know emotional as well which we'll get into later Mm -hmm. um i think this movie would not be made in 2020 i think it would be a very different film enjoyable still but if it it was if it was completely fictionalized this would still be good but yeah yeah sanka was much funnier when i was a kid he's definitely like (laughs) the character for the kid he's like the olaf 
Like, he's just there to make the younger ones laugh, pretty much. But yeah. it is frustrating for adults when it's like, he doesn't have anything else he does. That's it. <laughs> yeah. The but, bathroom humor also. Yeah. I hate bathroom humor. It's so predictable, too, that you can go to the bathroom now. Yeah. I was thinking, what grown man behaves this way? Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. And he's like, you can go to the bathroom now, and he goes, too late. I'm like, that's not funny to me. Mm bathroom humor isn't funny to me so whatever but to like four-year-olds yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) anything else core yeah so like i said i looked up a couple things about this movie too Mm -hmm. and uh none of the main actors are jamaican what none of them um three of them are from new york that doesn't shock me exactly because they're american actors well sanka has a jamaican father but he's from new york um, the only one that's not from New York was the actor Raleigh or Raul Lewis, mm-hmm. who um, he let everyone believe he was Jamaican. Oh, no. <laughs> but he's from Trinidad. Oh, okay. Then, uh, I mean, that's closer. Yeah. You know, it's Caribbean. Region. It's yeah. Caribbean. Yeah. He let everyone believe he was Jamaican. And then later <laughs> oh. when he was like talking about his career and writing his resume and everything he said he was talking about all his acting he did in trinidad which also turned out to be a lie because he figured no one would ever know that's funny <laughs> that's <laughs> but funny they actually hired him first as an accent coach uh, before he was cast nice who, who you know because he he's jamaican who did he play junior that's funny. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. I like it. I like the, it. Yeah, uh, some of the background actors were Jamaican, like the um the uh I don't know his title, but he manages the Olympics. Uh, yeah, yeah, for yeah, Jamaica. Yeah. Like yeah. he's Jamaican. Uh I think Junior's dad is Jamaican. Okay. But none of the main actors are Jamaican. And I John mean, Candy's not Jamaican. Well, he oh, wasn't in the movie either, Corey. <laughs> but <laughs> what's funny to me though is they never were looking for Jamaican actors. Yeah. Because they were looking for Denzel and Eddie and Mar- and yeah. Marlon Wayans and things like that. It, uh, it was the 90s. It was a little different. Yeah. This was before people could Google where people were from and be like, they're not legit. Yeah. <laughs> You're from Trinidad. Definitely cute movie, but yeah. Yeah. Anything else, Cor? Any fun facts to share? Um, that was my fun fact. Um, <laughs> that was it. But you did, you did good then, kid. Uh, and my, oh, yeah, my other single other note was lol adding weight to bobsleds is legal is legal yes <laughs> so i feel like this was this was definitely like somebody asked for a script and the person was like oh, i didn't write my script for class and had to write something like and like really fast and like just made up a bunch of stuff and it was like oh this is really good They're like yay i got one past the teacher it's yeah how i feel like this was but it was it was good it was well, if that is it on this movie, I I really don't have a lot to go into on it either. We, so yeah, yeah, that's um, fine. Okay. Sometimes we just like get really heated and dissect things, and I don't really have that today. Yeah, it just depends on the movie. Oh, oh, I did have a lo- oh. another oh, thing. Oh, yes, Sorry. one more thing. Did anyone else watching this movie cringe at that blatant waste of toilet paper at the beginning of this movie when oh. they were using <laughs> it as the finish line? As the finish line? No. <laughs> uh, this is the world we live in this is the world speaking of we're gonna head on over to the newsies banner hey. here we go some things happened like the day after the last episode <laughs> came out carry yeah. in the banner all right due to covid19 disney has proposed po- post <laughs> posted proposed postponed the release of the following movies mulan black widow new mutants antlers personal history of david copperfield and woman in the window all of which were supposed to be released from March through, I believe, April, and now are not. Mm-hmm. Don't we don't have dates on those again just yet? Uh, of course, I'm devastated about Mulan. I know completely. Um, I'm a little sad. You know, Black Widow. I was I was going to see it because it's MCU. Of course, I'm going to go see it. I'm shockingly very upset about personal history of David Copperfield. I didn't even Same. know this movie existed until recently when I saw they cast uh, Dev, uh, I, yeah, Dev Patel as David Copperfield. I thought that that was such a brilliant idea because I, I mean, I've never read the book, but I'm pretty sure he's not Indian in the book, right? 
I haven't read it either, but I think but he's not. But it's entirely plausible that David Copperfield at that point in time could be, I think. Hmm. If my history is not all I don't know enough crossed. about David Copperfield. I've it's, never read it. But I did see the trailer, so I know what you're talking about. Yeah. 1858. Yeah. Okay. Yes. The British Raj refers to the period of British rule on the Indian subcontinent between 1858 and 1947. Well, that's not great. What? Because 1850s when it came out. 1850. Yeah. I, but I mean, it's like it's a similar time period. Yeah. Okay. So, like, I mean, it doesn't say it's set in 1850. So the same decade. So, yeah. It was I'm probably getting... set after it was written. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's right. What I'm talking about, though, is the idea of casting somebody who's Indian in this part would not necessarily be historically inaccurate. I'm just teasing you. I do think it's a cool idea. Yes, it's yeah. a cool idea. But yeah, not historically, in, it would not necessarily be historically inaccurate was the point that I'm getting at. So I think it's a really cool take on the idea. Again, mm -hmm. I've never read it, but I was like, interesting choice. Let's go watch it. And now I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, at least not now. <laughs> <laughs> but I will eventually. Uh, production has also been halted on the following live-action Little Mermaid, uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Home Alone Aww. remake, which please postpone that forever. We don't need a Home Alone remake. <laughs> uh, the Avatar sequel, uh, The Falcon and the Winter Aww. Soldier, Loki, and WandaVision. All of these have been postponed, Aww. or production has been halted for the safety of the actors. and the. You said the Avatar sequel wrong and, yeah the blue second, one i was like wait why are they making it oh 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 the blue one Corey. <laughs> it's already been delayed so much yeah it's been a long time since the first one yeah it has it really has so yeah all of that has been closed down for the safety of the actors and everybody else behind the scenes it makes sense yeah, yeah. uh disney is shockingly still closed which is good stay home and wash your hands people mm. uh, i bet they'll be closed through april I bet they will. That's my prediction. Probably, yeah. They, you know, they gotta be safe. Mm -hmm. yeah. If you missed Onward in theaters, Disney is, has released, or is releasing it on Disney Plus on April 3rd. So it was shortened in theaters, so now people will be able to see it at home. Uh, and Disney released Frozen 2 onto Disney Plus early as well. It's already on Disney Plus for people to watch. It was not intended mm -hmm. to be up until, I think, June. So it is now. That's a while. Yeah. Yeah. But they, again, wanted people to be able, like, I don't know, I guess they, a lot of new releases have been happening on Disney Plus lately. Um, I'm excited. I A book that Corey and I both read when we were younger just got released onto Disney Plus, Stargirl. Yeah, I saw oh, it's that, a book? but I haven't watched it yet. It was a book. We really liked it. Um, it's all I haven't seen that because I didn't know what it was. It's all about being unique in the world, essentially. And That's what it... I got the vibes I got. And the, the struggles of being unique. Stuff. The struggles of being unique and being a teenager and things like that. And it's, it was, I really enjoyed the book when I was a kid. Hmm. So it doesn't, oh, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. So never mind. Okay. Yeah, don't, don't. I won't. Anyway. We'll have to watch it. Yes. So I'm going to watch it. I'm excited to see it. So yeah, we'll see if they completely ruined it because Disney has this tendency. Doesn't he collect not... porcupine tithe? Yes, she likes porcupine ties. No, he does. He, the main character. Yes, and she gives him one. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a huge thing. Uh, but Disney has this nasty tendency of not reading the book. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right. They read the spark notes. And then <laughs> they just look at the title and go, hmm. <laughs> I love I'm you, good. Disney, but I'm a little bitter right now. <laughs> a little bitter yeah. right now. It's fine. I think so. All right. So, does anybody else... I mean, that's really all the news I can think of right now. Um, it's all the news. It's really, yeah, COVID. <sighs> anyway, so we're going to move on now to our who is it and what's its galore section, which has been trivia as of late. So we're going to... Uh, we're going to carry that on. Are you two ready? I mean... Get, get my communication device. Get your communication oh. devices in your device. hands. And be ready to make some guesses i don't know how these will how this will go over i thought some of these are easy we'll, we'll find out <laughs> so you did never I. know you never know we never know we all remember different things yeah. <laughs> all right are y'all ready which makes us a good team yeah. one day when we can be with other people and when, play when all of this is over yes all right It'll we can happen. see people again mm -hmm. yes okay i'm gonna try not to read the answer for this please don't. <laughs> let's try really hard 
Judy Garland and Julie Andrews provided the inspiration for What Disney Princess. Judy Garland and Julie Andrews provided the inspiration for What Disney Princess. You guys at home, do you have any guesses? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think time periods, but mm-hmm. I don't know. That may be too early. Deanna has an answer in. I don't know. Well, Deanna answered Cinderella, and Corey answered Belle. And Corey is correct. It was Belle. Really? I think Cinderella's a bit early. It seemed a little early to me. I that's almost put I was, Cinderella. That's why I was like, eh. but, but that makes sense. Belle. Yeah. They, it she seemed a little early the, for Julie Andrews. It didn't seem early for no, Judy not for Ju- Garland. But imagine like Judy Garland's big dreamy eyes yeah. and like Belle completely. Well, even just how like Beauty and the Beast is basically an animated mu- like stage musical. Yeah, yeah but that, I was imagining like yeah. Belle spinning in a field and singing, and I was like, I could see that. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, they, yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, also like the blue I, dress with the yeah. basket. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, Sound of Music. Well, that's what I mean. That's what yeah, I was yeah, talking yeah. about. But Dorothy, yeah. blue dress and basket. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sound of Music for the field. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. The blue dress with the basket Just for the other one. Mash it all together, and you get the, there, those two. Aha! Uh-huh. Why didn't I think of that? Makes all right. sense. So Corey, you have one. Not one is W O N, but you have one is. Oh, you won. <laughs> it was that easy. It was that easy. Yes, I've won. <laughs> all right. This is probably an easy one. Which Disney princess had the least number of lines throughout the entire film? Oh. I think you're both going to get this one. Oh! Corey guessed Aurora, and Deanna guessed Ariel, and Corey, you are correct. It is Aurora. I figured because Ariel didn't have a voice for most of the movie. (laughs) I mean, this is true, but she talked a whole lot before... Uh, Aurora, the movies. Daddy, I love him. Yeah, the movies. Honestly, (laughs) Aurora is not even the main character of the movie. She's not. Like that is true. She is also asleep for most of the movie. She is a plot device. The three fairies are definitely the main characters. Okay. Well, like I've said before, we could argue this. We could, you know, you could argue Maleficent. You could argue Philip. You could argue the fairy, the three fairies. Any which way of those would work. But we're not Mm -hmm. going to argue that. We just know that Aurora talks the least. It's like the Phantom Menace situation where it's like, I don't know who the main character is because they all kind of have a special, like, are, yeah, they kind of all act as the main character. (gasps) Oh, I forgot. I did have a trivia thing that I forgot to mention for Cool Runnings. All right, go ahead and tell us. They use sound effects for a TIE fighter in the race. I thought I heard that. I was like, am I hearing a TIE fighter? I love that. You just, like, said a Star Wars thing and I was like, oh, oh, yeah. That's great. Uh, Okay. Nice. One more point to Corey. I'm just kidding. (laughs) it's still two to zero all right who was the actor that received the first golden globe nomination for voicing a character in a disney animated film who was the actor it's i'm saying actor however you decide to interpret that is up to you who was the actor that received the first golden globe nomination for voicing a character in a disney animated film this one i thought would be a little harder i have no idea well, Deanna said James Earl Jones, who voiced Mufasa. We want the same movie. And Corey guessed Jeremy Irons, who voiced Scar. Is <laughs> someone in line King, at least? It is not. No. <laughs> well. You are both incorrect. The answer is Robin Williams. See, it's funny. Oh. That makes sense. But it's funny because Deanna and I, I think, had you the same. You both uh, went to Lion King. Well, not only then, that, I was going to say we both had the same like strategy, like pick someone with a cool voice. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, because they also had to do like lion-ish yeah. voices along with reading their lines. I don't know. <laughs> they had right. to sound like lions. <laughs> so it's still two to zero. Which Disney animated movie has a soundtrack that has gone 10 times platinum, according to the Recording Industry Association of America? Because now it's like, is it the score or is it the songs that are on it? I'm not giving any hints. Oh, man. You can talk as much as you want. I already gave an answer. She has already given an answer. I'm just throwing something out. 
someone else messaged me at the same time like why are you sending me the clap emoji (laughs) (laughs) uh deanna guessed mary poppins and Corey guessed lion king and Corey is correct is okay that makes sense i said animated oh animated (laughs) there's animation and mary poppins I forgot about that when I was like confused for a minute. I was like, oh, which one? It's fine. It's fine. All right. What was the first? I know more Disney Park sayings. You do. It's <laughs> true. It's, it's fine. True. My pride isn't hurt. Corey wants to, to regain her honor from the last time it's she true. lost. When I didn't know any Disney Park stuff. Yeah. It's fine. Revenge happens. I've only been there. <laughs> so that's So that's three to Corey. What was the first original Disney song that has won an Academy Award for Best Original Song? If you can guess the movie and they don't... If you can guess the movie but not the song, that's fine. The first original Disney song that won an Academy Award for Best Original Song. That second comment you made made me think I'm wrong. Uh... If you can guess the movie but not the song, I'll still take it. Because Corey so did many. not guess a song, she guessed a movie. Corey, if you'd There's like so to pick a song, a song and not a movie, it's also a song. But, uh, I is it the first? Yes. Is it what yes. song is it in that movie, Corey? The title of the movie is that a song? Yes. I'm pretty sure I think that so. song is not titled that i don't know what's happening because Um, i can't tell you her answer right no i don't know yes it is according to wikipedia according to wikipedia but you know what the real title i'm just saying something just for the sake of having an answer because i'm like there's so many i don't know you guessed bell from beauty and the beast deanna and Corey mm-hmm. guessed the song Beauty and the Beast from Beauty and the Beast, which I'm pretty sure it was Tales All This Time. Isn't that it's called? called Beauty and the Beast. I always heard it told Tales All This Time. If that's the one you're going with, you're both wrong. I think one of those is in parentheses. <laughs> you're both wrong, though. None of it's from that movie. The first one that won an Academy Award, according to where I got my trivia from, was older movie. Pinocchio When You Wish Upon a Star. Oh, jeez. Oh, the only the... The song that's like you know, their, their signature logo song. and everything. Yes. Did you know that the cruise ships play that when they set sail? I'm that not their, shocked, and their I love horn it. is that. That's cute. Um, I've uh, I've heard the honking from my living room. Oh yes, because you live in Galveston. Okay, so it's three to zero, Deanna. This one is a range. If you can get it exactly right, I'll give you three points. This one is a what? It, I'm going to ask you a number. And if you can okay. get it exactly on, you get three points. If you don't, then you don't. You get one. Oh, okay. Unless Corey gets it exactly on, and then she still gets one. Okay. <laughs> I'm scared. All right. Favoritism. How many Disney songs have won the Academy Award for Best oh, Original Song? I don't like these award numbers. <laughs> yeah. You did Disney Parks? I'm doing awards and other sorts of accolades, all right? I just picked a number. I don't even... <laughs> all right. Deanna said know five. a lot. Corey said nine. You're both wrong, but Corey was closer. It's 12. Yay. <laughs> all right, Corey, you are the winner of today's trivia. Also, it's called Beauty and the Beast. I've always heard it called Tales all the time. Deanna? It's number nine on the soundtrack. I mean, that's the fir- That's also the first line, and I feel like that's usually confused with titles, is the first line of songs it's in general. possible. But I think I've seen it. I have, like, a music piece, and it says Beauty and the Beast in parentheses, Tales all the time. So maybe it's interchangeable in some places. But. Maybe. The soundtrack has three versions of a song called Beauty and the Beast. You know what? I'm taking <laughs> I'm taking away all your points. Wait, God, wait. God, no one wins this week. <laughs> I am the winner this week. <laughs> all right. Remember, I'm hosting I'm next the, week. It's like she's the winner for picking questions we couldn't answer. <laughs> all right. With that being I'm gonna, done. I'm the host next week. I'm just going to do all Disney parks. Hey, <laughs> let's get down to business. 
and forget what Corey's plan is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're ranking our Disney sports movies. And you know, this was harder than I thought it would be. Yeah, I forgot how many there, there are. There are a lot of them. I, I sat down last night and did nothing but watch Disney sports movies and all day today while grading while emailing I just had Disney sports movies on like and I was watching them all day um Hmm. and the thing is there was one that I have not seen that I felt I should see in order to make this list it's like the quintessential Disney sports movie. yeah I haven't seen it and I haven't seen it either yes thank you it's the it's Mighty Ducks right I've never seen Mighty Ducks same and the thing is, I watched the animated cartoon know, right? that was on for one season about duck aliens forming a hockey team to defeat the villain. I've seen that, but I've never seen Mighty Ducks. I've never seen D2. I've never seen D3. None of them. It's been a long time since I think I've seen it, but because of that, I don't really remember much about it. But I remember the TV show. So I went on Disney Plus, right? Because I was going to watch it because I felt in order to do this list, I should see Mighty Ducks. It's not on until July. I was like, you know, when a hockey movie should be. Yeah. So instead, I would pick movies that I have seen and that I have really enjoyed. And, you know, again, it was hard because we also allowed Disney Channel original movies in this. And there's a lot of Disney Channel original movies that are sports based. And I watched all of them. Mm -hmm. So this was a really hard list to do. Uh, But I do think I have. I, I even have like. See, I'm I'm waffling on my five and my four because I do have an honorable mention, but Same. I'm sticking I'm sticking with it. I'm not going to change it. My number four sports movie is Air Bud. Oh, because it has a golden retriever. It, it is a sports movie. He plays number basketball. three is Air Bud Golden Receiver. Number no. two is Air Buddies. No, <laughs> stop, stop. Uh, I I picked Air Bud. Air Bud. I watched it a lot as a kid. Right, Core. We watched it a lot. Yeah, we loved Air Bud. We loved to know that he was a cute puppy. We loved that it was based on a true story. How much of it we are not sure actually it's probably like uh like cool runnings about the about but that's why it's only number four for me because i remember a long time ago reading that it was not completely accurate so there was a dog there was a dog that played basketball basketball with his nose that's probably it so uh air bud super cute you know that counts as a sports movie obviously because he plays basketball. i played trivia once and they had like a bonus question and they named for sports and they're like what do all of these sports have in common dogs can and play we that and we didn't get it because we we're, were like it was like sledding it was like toboggan and because i think of air buddies or something it was like a list of air bud movies and we couldn't think of what all these sports had in common and i jokingly was like are they all air bud movies and that was the answer i was nice. like here's my uh. thing i have this feeling Corey's gonna pick togo but it was not a sports movie at the time. It only became a sport afterwards, right? Because the Iditarod as a race being a sport was afterwards, right? No, actually, Togo was a race dog. Ah, curses. All right. Chorus, so good. <laughs> but I mean... She's going to have Togo on her list. <laughs> That's fine. Don't help me like that. <laughs> What's funny is we can't see your face. It's just all shadow. It's great all right she's in her her quality sound cave my number three movie is secretariat it's a good movie y'all it, it does have his, some historical inaccuracies i know danny made that face uh, i made the happy super yeah, happy face. I, it's a great movie it is more historically accurate to what actually happened than pool runnings it does have some historical inaccuracies not so much about the actual aspects of horse racing, but about the personal lives of the people. They the, waited the horses. They waited. <laughs> no, they didn't wait the horses. They put weights on the front of the horse to make it go faster. The main, the main differences here were things like Disney mousifying and family friendlying the personal lives of the people. Because uh, they have that her marriage is on the rocks. They were in the middle of a divorce because she was having an affair with her do- with her dog horse trainer. <laughs> Whoa! She was having an affair <laughs> with her horse trainer. Uh, you know the guy who it just comes off as really platonic in the movie. Yeah, they were, they were mm. having an affair. Um, things like that. 
but the actual horse racing aspects seem to be very accurate and Secretariat was portrayed accurately. So, hey. It's a good horse. Uh, it, I have no arguments. <laughs> yeah, it's a good movie, though. And I really like the thematic stuff to it, where at the beginning it talks about Job and about all the things that he was put through, and they use the imagery from Job about the horse. And I think that that's so interesting because of everything that uh, Miss Tweedy went through in that movie it was very much drawing parallels to the actual story of Job, like everything that she could be put through and then still in the end have this faith this unshakable faith in the horse not god but in the horse mm -hmm. and i think that it was thematically well done it was it was beautiful to look at and of course pretty horses yeah, um, so i thought that that was really cool like they did a really good job with that um so yeah, it, that's why it's it's number three. I did not. It it ha has very little nostalgia factor for me, which might be well, why. It's not that it, old. Yeah, it's not that old. It came out in two thousand ten. Um, but yeah, I do love horse racing movies. There's a bunch of them on Disney Plus now that were from you know Disney Channel original series or Disney Channel original movies. They're not great movies, but they're fun to watch. Um, which brings me to my next one. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says about this movie. I enjoyed this movie so much as a kid. I watched it last night and I still love it. It hits everything for me. It's wonderful. You can pry this from my number two spot for my cold dead hands. And that movie is motocrossed. <laughs> have you, have you seen it, Deanna? I will hold my response right. on my list. Fine. Motocross. I've if you haven't seen Oh, you shush. You watch it all the time with me because I wouldn't stop watching it. Uh, Motocross is a Disney Channel original film about twins, Andrew and Andrea. Andrew is a motocross racer and their family has like this whole company. And Andrew, who's about to make his pro debut, hurts his ankle and cannot race. And the dad goes off to find uh, another racer. And Andrea, who goes by Andy, decides to cut off all her hair and basically pretend to be her brother and race to save her families, you know, because they were going to, if they don't race, then it's going to be a whole like financial issue and all this stuff. This movie is essentially like plot point by plot point Mulan again as well. Like mm -hmm. she cuts her hair. They have this whole thing at the end, like the whole shirtless thing, which, you know, Shang and mm -hmm. Dean. And then the whole thing at the end, whenever the reporter, the person who works for the company who's putting on the race is like after everything she did blah 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 and do you think that we'd let her race with anyone else and it's very much a and you have saved us all moment <laughs> so i love this movie it's fantastic and it deals a lot with the ideas uh, that i kept making these points in the movie and not only is it very much like feminist and girl power on the part of andrea but it also for her mom because her mom is taken seriously and kind of helps coach her and becomes a real part of the team as well and I think that that's mm -hmm. really great. And I just, I really love this movie. I, it, it's just a big movie from my childhood that I completely enjoyed. And there's one more point that I wanted to make. I'm going to keep talking until I remember what that point was. Oh, right. The part where uh, the dad keeps saying, she's not allowed to do this. She's not allowed to do this. It's too dangerous. It's too dangerous. And like, isn't it kind of hypocritical that you let your son do it, but yeah. not your daughter? And like, if it's too dangerous for Andrew, Andrea, it should be too dangerous for Andrew. And I was like, that was a point that I made at the very beginning of the movie during, while rewatching it. Thank you. Because, you know, it, it's just kind of funny to me that that is the perspective. But the dad has a turnaround moment and it becomes really supportive and actually sees his daughter for who she really is for the first time. And it's it's just a very sweet, feel-good movie. I love it. It's my number two. And if we're going purely mm -hmm. on nostalgia, it would be my number one. But <laughs> everyone must bow down to the yeah, amazingness that is my number one. And that is Remember the Titans. Remember the oh. Titans is amazing. It is not just a sports movie. It covers topics of racism and sexism and all this other stuff thrown in and it's a historical movie it things that happen it's also pretty darn accurate for a lot of the things some of the things that they changed were things like coach uh the coach who has his daughter with him the whole time he actually had four daughters 
but none of them were as involved as she was and so Mm -hmm. the 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 daughter that's being portrayed in the movie was actually had actually died before the movie was released and all of her sisters were like yes fine make her the only one in the movie we don't care she was always very supportive of dad's career she was the one who went to all of his games etc 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 so they thought it would be too distracting to have all four of them in there and they all agreed to it and thought that that was a great idea oh sweet it is Another thing was uh, whenever they throw the brick in through the window and remember the Titans, it was actually a toilet in real life, but they thought people might think that that was kind of funny Mm. and they didn't want to add any levity to that scene. So they took that Mm. out. And the other one was uh, the kid who gets spoilers, I guess the kid who gets hit by in the the car accident. It actually happened after the official season. So Mm. he did play in all the games. But other than that, mm-hmm. a lot of it was like, yeah, this is what happened. We did integrate the buses before we left for camp. This did happen. This did happen. Like down to the comeback from behind in the fourth quarter. All that stuff really happened. So it was much more historical than Cool Runnings. <laughs> um, and it had the actor that Cool Runnings wanted, which was Denzel. Yep. So it's just a great movie. It's so so i'm about to actually go watch it with my roommate in a second because even though we've done recording this we're gonna go watch it yeah number one remember the titans that's my list i know i went really long i'm sorry no you're fine i'm up next i think so um my number four is it airbud no it's the fox and the hound good lord how does that count is hunting like, a sport in your hunting brain as a sport it, i looked it up in the dictionary in oxford english dictionary and encyclopedia britannica it defines hunting as a sport okay okay i asked for any parameters and i was I not said olympics <laughs> well because well, it's didn't. like i don't think of that as a competition type sport but i i guess like Isa technically sport. it is a sport, Isa sport you... and it's very yeah. very central to the plot of fox and the hound i'll give it to you Wait till you hear my honorable mention. Oh, jeez. Oh, boy. My honorable mention is an Olympic sport. So is mine. Oh, good. Um, but, yeah. Uh, this movie is, you know, heavy, but and it's a tearjerker, but it's a good movie. I don't enjoy watching it all the time because it's so heavy. It's heavy, mm-hmm. but it's good. That's true. It, but it's really it's good. Right. And hunting... No, you have to be in the right frame of mind to watch it, and you can't watch it again for, like, another five years. Yeah, it's a rule. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to respect it and have tissues on hand yeah or a towel because we're trying to conserve sure do the appropriate goods, prep but, work you know. um but it's a really good movie and hunting is integral to the plot you can't have fox and the hound without you don't sport. have to justify it cora we gave it to you <laughs> okay i'm just saying that's why it went why it mattered to me as a sport movie because it was so important okay mm-hmm. um my number three his Airbud. Airbud. <laughs> oh. uh, I've got a lot of nostalgia there, of course. Um, we watched it a lot, and I know it's probably highly inaccurate, but I don't care. What towel? Like, yeah. Like, oh, there's not a rule saying dogs can't play. The dog, like, the what? Dog, as long as they're not laid down. <laughs> so they waited the dog to make it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Um, it's just a sweet story, and I I loved. I've always loved that uh story, and you know the poor abused dog is rescued, and he finds his family, and he helps him win at basketball. I know. <laughs> he has so, little shoes. He oh. does. Ah, oh, the shoes. They, that's where they put the weights. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway yep good movie and uh my number two Mm -hmm. it's togo i knew it i knew it i knew it because it was a sport he was a racing dog okay so yeah he's a good movie and he was a good boy now to be fair he was not racing in this movie it was not about the sport well he it was you know the sport being played out in the world. If people had saved lives with basketball, we could do that. 
If it was about somebody who used shooting hoops to go, like, Except- save a bunch of children. You know, but I Corey, think people have used hoops to save a bunch of children. I think it's kind of nice that we're doing a sports themed episode because the sports got canceled pretty much for the spring. Oh, hey, like, sure. There we go. And the summer because hey. the Olympics are canceled. That just, Corey, that just reminded me of that part. I think it's in future Rama. It's like, imagine this is the world. He goes, and for some kids in the inner city, it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Like, people use basketball to save a bunch of children. I'm like, anyway um to save the lives of a bunch of children and uh yeah it's a sport he was a racing dog and he was doing the thing that he did in the races to save lives all right he was you a win. good boy you win it's a sports movie it's a good movie too yeah and we've talked about it so i don't really need to go into it but it's awesome and togo's good um and my number one is Robin Hood. No, I'm kidding. That's my honorable mention. It's Remember the Titans. I was going to say, Corey. <laughs> because it is. What? Of, of course it is. How could it not be? How could it not? Deanna's hurriedly changing her number one. <laughs> my, my. No, I'm not. <laughs> I have, I have reasons for Carrie, my list. Carrie talked about it already. It's an awesome movie. It is heavy. It is meaningful. It's powerful. It's just a good movie, man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Quick honorable mention Robin Hood because, you know, archery integral. But I left it out because I was like, you know, you could have the movie without archery. My honorable mention was Ice Princess. That, uh, that was on my first one. list, but it it was cut. Anyway, yeah, that's my list. Okay, my turn. So my number four, I just kind of picked a number four, but I remember watching it and enjoying it. Um... And that is the rookie. Hmm. Okay. Um, it's on Disney Plus, but yeah. Yes, it's the one with like Dennis Quaid, mm-hmm. and he's like he used to play like I forget. Does he go into major leagues? Yeah, but yeah. from being like a minor league player, but he's like a really good, like he's a really fast pitcher. But then he, the thing is, is like, he's old. He's yeah. old and he's kind of injured, but then like he goes back into it, and I think it's just it's kind of like a rags to riches kind of sports movie and i remember liking watching it as a kid i also remember um, there's a whole subplot about his dad about wanting yeah. to get his dad's approval and things like that here's the thing yeah, it was kind of an interesting angle from for a movie being like the older generation kind yeah. of not just like this young whippersnapper coming up and being like this new player in the big leagues it was kind of like the opposite and it's not like a kind of coming of age type story yeah. that you see from that point in life. So I remember it being interesting. Corey, you were gonna um, say something? No, oh, I was yeah. just gonna say, uh, with that movie, I've seen it, but I don't like, remember it. Parts of it, but here's the thing. Somebody it's gave it to time. me as a gift on VHS. <laughs> and I wasn't able to watch it. Oh. So yeah. Um I remember there's one there's one scene that really sticks with me in that movie. And that's the part where he's testing out his speed. He's oh, throwing and the it, thing lights up. He's yeah. throwing it past the sign that test, measures your driving speed, and it it's it it's lower than he thought. And he just kind of like turns away and starts walking off. And then it flickers and it goes to the correct speed. Yeah, and I was like, ah, he's actually really good, kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, but that yeah. I honestly, it's been a very very long time since I've yeah, seen that. Yeah, it's been movie. a long time. Like I remember liking it. But, like, I don't remember the details as to why, because it's been so long, but I was like, you know, I'll put it on there. Okay. Then, my number three is Motocross, because of all of the reasons that Carrie said. Love that movie! This is why I was holding my response, (laughs) because, like, I, like, also grew up, like, in that age when this movie came out, very much a tomboy. I love rollerblading, Mm -hmm. like, I was kind of mildly as much as i could get into like the x game type stuff even though i was not good at it but i can rollerblade on flat things i've tried ramps before and it didn't end well (laughs) i didn't break anything but it's not as easy as they make it look um yeah and like i've played on bikes a lot like as a kid and like we'd like pretend do like these tiny little dips pretending like they're big hills and stuff yeah and also just really like so even as a kid, I was kind of like a feminist before I knew what the word was because I was just like, 
just because of, like she's a girl doesn't mean she can't do the same thing guys can do. I was very much that kind of kid. I was like, I'm never going to grow up and be just be a girly girl and do just girly things. It's boring. I was like, that was me as yeah. like a 10-year-old. Yeah, me too. So, so this movie was like right up my alley. Yeah, I was- same with like Mulan and stuff around the same time. So I was, I was very much also that kid. I was just like, yeah, she's awesome. That's what, how I want to be um yeah and like you said it's a really good story about like the dad connecting with his daughter and being like you're putting different standards on your kids even if even though they have like the same passions and things like that also clearly this movie was based off 12th night oh from duh. shakespeare yeah. and I like she's that. the man like, yes i don't like she's the man nearly as much as motocross though i, I mean i like that as a comedy but yes. motocross is a movie yeah. so good but Twelfth Night is a, a Shakespeare play that I really, really enjoy. So now as an adult, knowing that it's based on that, going, oh, that's awesome. Like, so, okay. Yeah. And then my number two, and I'm going to explain why it's my number two and not number one. It's going to be Remember the Titans. Is Remember yeah. the Titans. <gasps> Here is why. Here is why. It's not because, like, I acknowledge it's a great film. Mm-hmm. And for all of the reasons you guys said, okay. yes, I respect it for that. The reason it's not number one is because in my football-worshipping town, every time we watched a movie, (sighs) in any class a coach taught, which was half of the classes, we watched this movie 8,000 times, and I got so tired of it. (laughs) Darn, that stinks. I have, it has been slightly ruined for me. I know how good it is. The first time I watched it, I thought it was so good. But PTSD about this movie. Eight state championships, went to state every year. I was in high school, football team, obsessed town. This is the only movie they ever picked to watch. And I was just like, it's like National Treasure. This and Facing the Giants. This and Facing the Giants. They flip between the two. You should have gone to a school with a worse football team. (laughs) Like we did. It's it's kind of like National Treasure. Mm. It got played so much. I still like it. Yes. you know. But so I acknowledge it's a great movie, but it's kind of like Finding Nemo for Corey for me. <laughs> it was just too much. Just I've watched it way too many times. That's fair. But That's fair. I acknowledge it's a great. Okay. okay. But I've, I've got animosity. Okay. Um. Right. Anyway. <laughs> Still so that win. means my number one is Secretariat because I'm a second for horsey movies. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's so good. And this movie, I've told some other people this. This movie is everything I wanted um, Seabiscuit to be. I watched Seabiscuit. I'm like, there's not enough of the horses. I'm tired of these stupid people in rooms <laughs> talking. I don't care what about the drama. I don't care about Tobey Maguire's character. The, ca- the, point is the, the point of the movie is the horse. And the horse is in it for like barely, like, it's just the races. And they don't focus on the horse at all. I'm just like, the horse is doing all of the work. I don't like this. So, but this is, I love what you pointed out, how this is kind of like the Job thing of like the faith in the animal to be able to do what it can do. And I love the the scene where they do the coin flip and because she's done her research. Yes! And I love, I love the kind of subtle like girl power stuff in it too, because she was like looking at the, not necessarily just Oh, we got to look at the stallions and their bloodline. The we looked at the mayors, yes, too. That was a thing. Also, and, yeah. fun fact, in real life, her father is on the books for having bred the two mayors to Bold Ruler. That's not what happened. By that point in time, he had already like succumbed to whatever issue he was having. She's the one who chose them. Mm-hmm. So it was actually her who did it. Uh, okay. Even though her father is listed in the official books, it was her choice. Yeah, so. but I love that she knew that the other person was going to pick the foal that was mm-hmm. sired by whatever stallion, and she was like, that's what I wanted you to do, because I looked into how awesome the mamas were, <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I love that, and so... There, there is a lot of know. feminism, It's such a subtly. good movie. There's a lot of subtle feminism yeah. in it, I love it. And then I love, like, I love seeing, like, historical things at the end where they're like, what happened after these events, and how, like, all of these horses were, were like sired by secretariat and like no no one's beaten secretariat's thing i don't think american pharaoh built beat it or did he no i don't think so okay and like they sh- i think whenever that happened they showed like secretariat's race and overlaid um american pharaoh i think was the name of yes. the last one who got the triple crown yes and they were showing like still how far behind 
that horse was to Secretariat. I'm like, oh yeah, I was like, this is like the magic magic horse. Um, Interestingly but, enough, American Pharaoh is a descendant of the only other horse people argue might be better than Secretariat, hmm. which is Man of War. Yep. Oh yeah. Man of War never won the Triple Crown, never won the Kentucky Derby because his owner would not let him do it. They yeah, never entered though. the Kentucky Derby. Good horse. But sired yeah. almost a fourth or a third of the other Triple Crown winners. I think mm. I think they both they're the two that people I think those are but, the two people always show with the double gate. Yes. Because they have a yes. Mm. But yeah. we'll never know because Manowar has all of these records that Secretariat beat, but then Secretariat wasn't able to beat Manowar's records like over in this side and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he had like, what was it, a 32 furlough like win in the Kentucky Derby or whatever, like between, you know what I'm talking about? Mm. And Manowar had like a 20 in one of his races or like that. So they're both like amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so yes. Anyway. Yeah. Horses. But anyway, yeah. Horses. So, so in my heart, the horsey movie is number one. That's fair. But yes. So I have reasons <laughs> for my list, but I don't disagree. Yes. I have feelings. <laughs> I understand. Yes. So how do we map this oh, out? Oh, it's already done. Oh, Corey was doing. Okay, cool. Remember, the Titans is clearly number one. Uh, yeah, of course. With um, Secretariat our- being number two, I assume. Yes. Number three is going to be Motocrossed. And our number four is Airbud. Yeah. Are you good? Everybody good with these? Two is Secretariat. Yes. Three is Motocrossed, and four is Airbud. Everybody good with this list? D D D. Four is Airbud. <laughs> Puppy movie. It's been a while since I've seen the original Airbud. It's not on Disney Plus. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and honorable mentions go out. I'm fine with this list. Honorable mentions go out to Togo. And, yeah, because Togo's a great film. Uh, honorable mentions also go out to Robin Hood and Ice Princess. And Deanna, you got an honorable mention for us? Uh, the Rookie. The Rookie. Yay. All right. Yes. Well, I think that wraps it up for this week for us. And oh, oh, Angels in the Outfield. And it's been so long since I've seen Angels in the Outfield. That's why I didn't pick it. I know. Um, it came out like after Lion King or something like that. Something. Early. All I remember is the like apart from the trailer. Because I don't know if I've ever actually seen it all the way through. The trailer, because it was on the VHS for exactly. Lion King. <laughs> yes. All I just remember is the little boy praying. Where he's like, God, God if, if there is a God. God. Like, I, I just remember that. And Maybe also, you can help a little. <laughs> all the people flapping. All right, yeah. Corey, what is our feature film for next time going to be? Well, um, considering the current situation, I thought we could all use a little feel-good So she's going to pick a I really sad movie we, is what she means. We could all- oh, no, no, I'm not. Oh, oh usually you're joking. <laughs> no, really, I could use a bump. Okay, what is it going to be? Okay. Uh, so I wanted to pick a happy dog movie about a dog that plays <laughs> basketball, but it's not on Disney+. Plus. Aww. Aww. All they have are sad dog movies and mo- dog movies we've already talked about before. I don't want to say So the only one that I could find that I thought would be appropriate was Benji the Hunted. Is it on Disney Plus? What? Yes, it is. Is it a sequel to Benji? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're going to watch it then. All right, and what are I we ranking? Was, I thought it might be the first one or something. I don't know. What are we ranking, Cork? Uh, we're gonna rank the top live-action dogs, because all of ranked our top dogs, dogs are before. animated. That's right. We've ranked dogs before. They're all animated, though. Fair enough. I'm gonna have to oh, do some right, research. I'm on gonna this be one. fair. There were other dog movies on there, um, but uh, like you know, uh, White Fang. Which is mm. a terrible adaptation of you, a book I like. You know I'll die. No. You know I'll die if I have to watch that. All right, well. So Benji the Hunted. All right, then. It's not It's not the original. I didn't know. It. I just saw it on a list. It's fine. It came out in 1987. 
and the first Benji came out in 1974. But whatever, it's a dog movie that doesn't seem that sad. We probably won't need too much. Like We probably won't need to have seen the other one to enjoy it. I didn't figure there was that much plot continuity between Benji films. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, wrapping up this week, our top four ranking for Disney sports movies was four, Air Bud, three, Motocross, two, Secretariat, and number one, Remember the Titans. Next time, you'll see us. We are heroes. Hear us. We're going to be talking (laughs) about Benji the Hunted and ranking our top four live action dogs. Our contact information is... Facebook, we have Faith Trust and Pixie Dust Dash Podcast. Our email is 1stgeek411 at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at FTPD underscore podcast. Our personal Twitters are at Sparkle underscore fists, at SpilledXWater, and at Deanna790. Check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Our website is www.1geek411.com. Until next time, get your head in the game. I thought about that one too. I was like, oh, because we were going through Disney Plus. Like, oh, hey, sports movies. High School Musical is technically a sports movie. <laughs> yeah, I'd count it, but anyway, were better. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>